I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. We end every episode of Coffee and Tea with Carrie V with a journal prompt or a writing prompt. Same thing. Why do we do that? Why am I always talking about journaling? And why do we end every episode with a journal slash writing prompt? I'm glad you asked. Journaling has been known to reduce stress, manage depression and anxiety, prioritize your fears and concerns, gives you an opportunity to recognize triggers, allows a space for positive encouragement and positive self-talk. The act of writing itself has been shown to improve blood pressure levels and improve your mood and increase those feel-good hormones, those, those feelings of well-being, with the functioning of the immune system and improving memory. Those are some pretty awesome benefits simply from taking time in your day to write. Your thoughts, your dreams, your goals. I believe in the benefits of journaling so much that I created a document for you, 30 Days of Journal Prompts. If you head to the link in the show notes, this is a free resource for you so that you can start your journaling journey with me. 30 Days of Journaling with Carrie V. Head to the link in the show notes and grab your copy today. With everything vying for your attention these days, I feel so blessed that you are here hanging out with me on Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. I really do not take it for granted that you give me this time every week. It means the world to me. And on today's episode, we have joining us for a second time, Dr. Swathi Varanasi. Dr. Swathi, as she is known, is an award-winning bilingual pharmacist. She specializes in integrative health and botanical medicine. She's a plant-based wellness expert a medical consultant for CBD, adaptogen, and health food brands. She's a published clinical researcher, an advocacy nonprofit board director, a multimedia content contributor, and a matcha enthusiast. (laughs) Emphasizing an innovative and evidence-based approach, Dr. Swathi is passionate about educating practitioners, students, and patients on natural medicines. She empowers everyone she comes in contact with to be the best, most authentic version of themselves. She is a joy to talk with, and I know you are going to have multiple aha moments. So grab your notebook, grab your pen, and let's get learning. Dr. Swathi, welcome back to Coffee and Tea with Carrie V. Thank you so much for having me. So lovely to be back. 
Oh, you're so welcome. It is lovely for me to have you back on. And when we popped on to Zoom to begin this this recording, Coffee and Tea with Carrie V, as you know, we sit down and we talk about whatever comes up, like we're having coffee together, right? And the first thing you brought up was the social dilemma. And I was like, oh, (laughs) we have to talk about this. So I'm going to let you take it away with what it is and what your reaction was to it, because I'm guessing from what you told me about notifications, your reaction was very much the same as mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the social dilemma, it's a Netflix original, I'm pretty sure. And it's kind of a docu documentary docu series. And so they go through and they talk to all these different, for example, like people who have been executives at Google and all of the big name companies and a lot of the companies that kind of set the standard for social media and like mm-hmm. social interaction online. Um, and so they talked to a lot of them and so many things struck me to the point that I still think about them. One of them was, you know, at the end they go through and they, they kind of ask for recommendations on like what we should do as people watching as the, you know, overarching community that still, you know, utilizes social media. Um, yes. And some of the people actually, most of them said that, even though they have kids, like their kids don't even get phones until a certain age and they're not allowed to watch certain things or they have certain parameters. So I thought that was very interesting that even Mm -hmm. the people who are in charge of creating these things and creating, you know, a way to like manipulate your scroll and even the way that they demonstrate it is very interesting with they kind of show like, the some of the executives sitting at a like a table or like an uh, like an operating room like what I would imagine like if there's a a spacecraft that takes off and everyone's kind of sitting in that room and working very or very like um very fervently and so I I thought that was a very interesting way to show how the like social media like how Mm -hmm. those people that are in control of it are like inside your mind Yes. And controlling what's going on inside your mind, like a huge computer. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I, I definitely recommend it to everyone to watch. Oh, yeah. Even highly. after that, like we were just talking about, I, one of their recommendations was, you know, turn all your notifications off. Even all the people that work there, apart from their family, they said for themselves, they turn all their notifications off. And so yeah. that's something I've started to do. Um, And I think that that's helped me like look at my phone less because even if I do, you know, we're all used to like picking up our phone and looking at it. If I see that I don't have notifications and I don't really have like, like I don't feel the need to open my phone or like put in the password and like start looking around. And so, no, that's been very helpful. And then also too, if I know that I'm like, if I'm awaiting someone's message or if I'm having a conversation that I know that it's like more keeping me in the present of, okay, like this is what's going on right now so that yeah. I can go and access that message or whatever it is, rather than just like the scroll, which it's, it's kind of amazing too, because on our phones, on iPhones and Androids, like it tells you how much time you spend yes. on various categories. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was another thing that came up in the social dilemma is someone was talking about how, um, they were asking their children, you know, how long do you think you spend on social media or on your phone? And I think their response was something like 30 or 40 minutes max. And then they like actually pulled up how much it was on the phone. It was a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, and they even like, 
I almost want to say they dramatized it, but I kind of don't think they did with the, the family sitting at the table. And, and the mom said, oh, everyone put your phones in this like glass jar or yes. whatever. It was some sort of jar that you could not open unless you had the certain key or mechanism yes. in it. Um, and they, um, they all put their phones in there, but like barely a few minutes into dinner, one of the children went and like used a bat or something third to like break open the glass to get the phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's when I watched it, I've watched it twice. I watched it once right after surgery and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. So (laughs) I watched it again and I was so, it, it got my mind thinking back and maybe it did this for you when they were talking about, so you watch one video. Mm-hmm. And then they tell you, oh, you should watch this one. Oh, you should watch this one. And pretty yeah. sure you're pretty soon your entire feed is filled with that kind of video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As if everyone in the world has your opinion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what you don't realize is that that's what they're feeding you is your opinion. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think that's one of the issues with everything that's going on right now and that has been going on for the past few years, really, is that everyone is just seeing their opinion over and over. So they think that like the vast majority of people around them are thinking in some sort of way. And it's so it very much like polarizes people because you're really only seeing what you resonate with rather than seeing everyone's opinion. Because chances are with the amount of people that we know these days, whether we're seeing them in person or just on social media, there's such a range of opinions, whether we're talking politically, fiscally, whatever you want to call it. So I think that that there's such a benefit to realizing that everyone thinks a little bit differently and not everyone should be thinking in one way or another, like regardless of what science is, regardless of what anything says, like everyone is welcome to have their own opinion. Um, yeah. And social media is taking that away in some way. But we don't know it. We just mm-hmm. don't, we don't yeah. realize. Uh, it's, it's interesting to have, so I don't have children in my house anymore, but I have my mother who lives with us and she's almost 85 and she's got her Apple smartphone mm-hmm. and she will even bring me all these, these videos because she watched one video on a supplement yeah. And now they just bombard her. She goes, what do you think of this supplement? What do you think of this? They're, well, where'd you find it? Well, they're all over Facebook. Yeah. She goes, just, just go open your Facebook. They're not on my Facebook, mom. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. have to be, they're on mine. And she just, she doesn't grasp that. And it's yeah. very, it's very eerie to me mm-hmm. of how she is so easily led by opening one video. Absolutely. And then that reminds me also of you could be sitting next to someone and do the same Google search and have different responses. That to me, like blows my mind. Yeah. Well, and then also like I, I've heard this so many times over and like this has happened to me many times where I'm having a conversation with someone and my phone is somewhere in the room. I'm not yeah. like looking at it at that moment or it's not open, but the phone can hear what I'm saying. And so whether it's something I looked up, you know, on Mozilla or Google or Yahoo or something, or it's something I said out loud, then I look at my phone and then Instagram has an ad that's immediately corresponding to what I was talking about. Yes. It's, it's, it is mind blowing to me. And the Google thing, even on different, different areas of the country that you live in or 
like, holy cow, are we that, are we that gullible? Are we that led? It really makes you think, doesn't it? I know. And also another thing is like one of the things I've been working with different brands. And so SEO comes up a lot. And mm-hmm. so it makes me wonder how it's influ- how SEO is influenced by all these different preferences and everything in different areas yeah. of the country. Like how do you streamline SEO? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is quite a, it was a very eye-opening a very eye-opening documentary. And I got to, you know, I really was, I had turned off my notifications long ago mm-hmm. when I was working on productivity and not having, you know, if I'm going to go to Facebook Messenger, I'm going to go there and look. Yeah, And I missed all my notifications. Mm-hmm. It was like, if I picked up my phone and I had to keep scrolling through all the notifications, it was like, oh, people love me, <laughs> <laughs> right? But when I watched that, documentary, I really got to thinking how, how dependent have we become on social media and how healthy is it? Mm -hmm. So coming now, you know, talking with a physician now Mm -hmm. coming from a physician standpoint, after watching that documentary, what is your, what is your physician brain saying? It's very interesting because of course I come from the integrative perspective too. And so I mean, I think like everyone says, you know, food is medicine or like, rather, I think food is medicine, Um, but it's like what you consume. And so that's even farther than just what you eat and what you physically consume. It's also what you mentally consume. Um, So a lot of that also goes back to social media and things that are just popping up on your phone and like telling you and like beckoning you to participate in different things. So uh, as a like practitioner, it's, it's really hard because that's the other part of social media too. Like you were talking about notifications and scrolling and getting that like appreciation or like kind of, um, kind of balancing your self-worth and seeing your self-worth through other people's like validation of you. Um, and so I think that that also could be very dangerous because now if people are turning off their notifications or they're not having that like constant sense of people, saying, oh, you're fantastic, which of course everyone is fantastic, but you have to believe that about yourself rather than other people telling you. So I think social media gets in the way of that too. And that's another thing Social Dilemma talked about was that the rates of depression and anxiety are higher than ever in the younger populations. And they're attributing a lot of that to social media and FOMO and like not feeling like anyone is like adequate enough to be something or they are don't have as much of a following ergo they don't have as much potential and all of yeah mm-hmm. yeah and didn't they say that the rate of suicides is highest in the in the youngest crowd yes. mm-hmm. in the youngest crowd mm-hmm. I mean when I was 10 and 11 years old I was out riding bikes mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I was still playing with dolls and yeah I was just having the time of my life. Mm -hmm. I didn't worry about if my ears were too big or my hair was too short. Oh, me. It was me. I was just me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now, right, a 10 year old can pick up her phone and start Mm -hmm. putting all filters on and become someone that she's not, and then look in the mirror and cry at who she is. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the other thing that I don't think the social media talked enough, the social uh, dilemma talked enough about is the fact that so many of the photos that people are comparing themselves to are actually either completely photoshopped or like literally like photoshopped to the point that it's not even really what the person looks like. I was listening to an Instagram live the other day. I forget who it was, but it was an influencer talking about like her life as an influencer. And that's something that she was talking about is like meeting certain people in public in the influencer sphere. Um, now, especially after COVID, because they hadn't done that in so long that people are starting to meet in person. And they couldn't believe that when the person walked in the coffee shop, that it was that person because they looked so altered on social media wow. that they didn't even recognize them. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and so you- that's another issue is like, you can portray yourself and like yeah. put on this facade on social media of like, who you want people to think you are and who you want people to see you as rather than who you actually are to the point that you become unrecognizable in person. I mean, that's extreme. That is very extreme. I mean, I might swipe a Paris filter on my face on Instagram, but I've never, I didn't even know. Somebody said something about the beauty filter. Like you can put this beauty filter on. I was like, can you really? I have no idea. I I actually like wonder how they do that. I haven't looked into it. Like so many influencers have like different filters and I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) I don't either. I don't either, but I see the danger in it, especially from a little girl who's just wants to be, I just want to be, I want to be just like my influencer that I watch and not realizing that that's not even the, that's not even who they really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And you right know? now I think there's a movement in the influencer culture and everything to like seem more real, like a yes. person and like share more of your like opinions and more of your feelings and like all of that. But I still think that there's a huge issue in that because then people will think, oh, then this is how they actually are. When still, it's still like a version of them. It's still like whatever they want to share. Like who knows how much of it is true. We don't know. And so I think that still is dangerous because now people, especially like the younger generation could think, oh, this is how they actually are. And I still feel inadequate. Yes. It's not really solving anything. Yes. So. After watching The Social Dilemma, then you took off your notifications, which yes, very is. proud of you. Even from <laughs> even if we put that aside, just from productivity, getting rid of notifications is a yeah. good thing, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but going through and watching The Social Dilemma now, what is your opinion about social media in general? I know that's a deep question and that's really putting you on the spot, but I asked it. <laughs> it's, so that's... I have such torn opinions about it because right now in terms of like building a brand, whether it's like your personal brand or it's, you know, an actual like CPG brand, service brand, whatever it is, like there's so much emphasis in social media right now. There are people whose jobs literally are like social media PR, like that's their whole role is like helping various companies 
either figure out, you know, how to show their brand or how to like portray their brand on social media, how to portray it to like bigger wholesalers and like a lot of the, the ways of even talking to a retailer or a wholesaler, anything is through looking at your following on social media. Like so much of it still comes back to, even if you are just the founder, like looking at your following, not even like your brand's page necessarily. So I, I think that it's just at this point, it's so like inevitably completely like interlinked in everything that we do that I don't think it's something that we cannot do. Um, I just think it's a part of our culture at this point. So, but I do think we just need to be careful with it and use it as we see fit, not as like something that we feel like we have to do. Mm-hmm. Or something that like we're trying to be something that we're not through social media. Yes. And I think too that really being choosy about what platforms and how much and the fact that you don't have to do every single platform. I mean, yeah. platforms are gonna come out and there's That's going there's no way you can do them all. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no way I, I saw a post on Instagram the other day talking about Clubhouse, which mm-hmm. is this newest, this newest platform. Yeah. And, and the whole question was Clubhouse, yay or nay, you know, how do you feel mm-hmm. about it? And, and I was like, I just haven't had a chance to really mm-hmm. go and check it out. I just, there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be saying, oh, sorry, honey, I can't come to bed right now. I'm going to do a clubhouse. Yeah. I want that. My life is more than a screen and it's more than yeah. the people behind the screen. Although I'm very, very, I mean, we wouldn't be doing this without technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm very thankful for technology, but at the same time, I don't want it to be the overarching control of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That was also something I was listening to, I don't remember, it was, it was a certain brand's podcast I was listening to. And they were talking about how, you know, some of their PR advisors and everything, they were saying, oh, you should get on Clubhouse. Oh, you don't have a TikTok. You should get on TikTok. And right now they're focusing on like podcasts and Instagram content kind of a thing. And they made a very good point that like, just like you shouldn't just be on everything just to be on everything. Like you actually should provide value. And you also like, you don't want to spread yourself so thin because I mean, even like in any capacity too, there's like, I think we were talking a little bit about this last time, like that incredible book, um, the big leap by Dane Hendricks. He talks about how like you should never like say yes to everything because if you say yes to everything, then there's no way you're going to do it all well. It's right. just like kind of impossible. So you need to be like more selective. And I think that very much applies to social media too. Very much so. Like choose one or two that you're going to devote time to and actually create valuable content to your consumer or customer or whomever or yeah. whoever happens to come to your page because you don't just want to like make content to make content. You want to create yes. content that makes an, an impact. Yeah, that's such a great point. Such a great point. And I think we get talking about a social dilemma. We get to, we get so much FOMO and then shame. We feel shame. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. But so-and-so has been on Clubhouse all over the place. And I have, I've barely opened the app, Mm -hmm. you know, and 
and that that's uh, you know you I for me I got to start feeling guilty and how is it that I don't have the time and energy to I keep thinking I'm going to get over there but mm-hmm. I don't and that shame that overtakes me and it's like whoa okay let's look at what we are doing yeah mm-hmm. that's what yeah absolutely like focus on the the yes rather than the no focus yeah. on the like what you focus on the present and what you're actually doing versus what you could be doing. Cause one of my friends aunts says this amazingly, but like, don't focus on the imaginary. Like she says that about like worrying because that's just the imaginary. Like don't focus on things you're not doing because it's not your reality. I love that. Don't focus on the imaginary. And how many times do we do that? Oh my gosh. I think that's like the root of so many people's worries. Whether it's worries about jobs, relationships, like you name it. I think so many people are just so caught up in worrying about things that don't even exist. Yeah. 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 You know, there is, I remember um, a a speaker and I can't remember for the, for the life of me, I can't remember who, but when we worry, we are, we are literally, we are literally thinking about something that is not true. It is literally, excuse me, it's literally a lie that we're giving power to Mm -hmm. because it's not true. And, and she encourages focus on what is true, what is beautiful, what is epic. Yeah. When you're worried, you're not focused on those things. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And I think that, I think that there, like so much of the world has like primed us to be worried and mm-hmm. like be like even just be concerned with mm-hmm. like what other people are doing that we like lose yeah. sight of what we're doing. And I think that's like something we touched on last time too about like so many people just living on autopilot and like just going through life, like doing things according to what other yeah. people think is right and what other people, you know, deem worthy of their time and all yeah. of that rather than something that you see value in and your reality rather than someone else's. Yes. Yeah. And just because, just because a certain app, say TikTok works well for this person doesn't mean doesn't mean you should run over there and do it. What if you're doing really great on Instagram and reels? Mm-hmm. Oh, I better do TikTok then. It becomes this, oh, I better add this in. I better add this in. I better add this in. What about the family that's waiting for you to leave your screen <laughs> and spend time with them or your dog that's just sitting there with the leash in its mouth, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's all about um, like balance. It yeah. all comes back to balance. And I think, that there's just so much. Okay. That's another thing I think that's good to mention is that there's so much content out there right now that like the place that I find myself feeling guilty is there's so many podcasts I could be listening to. I have like a stack of books I've been wanting to read. And I like, I'm not trying to rush through them because I want to actually like grasp the content and implement the content, but there's so many books I want to read. There's so many things that I want to listen to. And even clubhouse this morning, I was just listening to a clubhouse. Like, and during that time I could have been, you know, being a little more productive with my time on email or like certain things that I have on my list, but I got distracted. Granted, the content was really interesting, but I think that's almost how I rationalize it to myself. Yeah. Now I'm learning, so it's fine. <laughs> and certain things like otherwise on my list, I end up doing at like 9 or 10 p.m., yes. which was definitely last night because I got excited and caught up in like so many content 
things that are out there and opportunities to learn. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be an, a boatload of opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And it becomes it becomes choosing which opportunities really speak to your soul. And I think that social media muddies the waters a lot. Mm-hmm. And if we don't step away from it, we don't get that clarity of thinking that time that we dig into a journal and start writing or reading. Reading is far, reading a book. I was going to pick up a book, but it's on way on the other side of my desk. <laughs> reading that book. I'm reading right now, The Surrender Experiment. Mm-hmm. And I love the book. Have you read that one? I have not. Oh, no. It's very, very good. And it's just, it's really about surrendering yourself to learning who you are mm-hmm. and taking that time to step back. Yeah. And I find that those days that I am flitting from social media to social media to social media, I get to the end of the day and I really don't know what I have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And that reminds me of um, Glennon Doyle has a quote that I was reading her book. What is it? It's like on my, oh, it's called Untamed. I've been reading that. Yes. Um, And so that um, has been fantastic. And so she says, um, like more than once so far, and I've underlined it, I've highlighted it at this point, (laughs) um, that just like the simple phrase of be still, because she said that a lot of the things that she had like acted upon later in life and things were once she was able to be still, she was really able to figure out like what her inner knowing and what her soul really wanted versus what her life looked like at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that. I love that. Be still. Mm -hmm. And social media doesn't want you to be still. That's for sure. No, absolutely not. No. They want you to stay right there, (laughs) just scrolling away. And how many times do you, I mean, there are times when I will, when I would wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is grab my phone and -hmm. I would start scrolling through and I, and I'd say just a couple minutes isn't going to hurt. And then I look up at the clock and 45 minutes has passed. I'm like, that was my entire workout time. Mm -hmm. My entire workout time. Yeah, definitely. That was me about a year ago. That was definitely, I would I would put an alarm on my phone because I had early calls um, that were every day or every other day. And so I would just look at my phone Yeah. instead of snoozing it. Some days I would just look at my phone as like the first thing that I did. And now the, the, like I, I went out of my way to ensure that we had a clock in the bedroom that was not my phone. Yes. So when I started doing like almost a year ago at this point is putting my phone on airplane mode when I go to sleep. Uh-huh. So that even if I were to like get up and look at my phone, which at that point I had notifications, that it, there would be nothing on it because yes. it would be airplane mode, um, which yeah. I still try to do now. And I think that like before when I was trying to be productive, I would just put my phone on airplane mode. And now it's kind of the equivalent of that with turning off notifications, but just all day. Yes. When I like really need to like knuckle down and do something. Yeah, because it's that it's that dopamine hit, right? When you see everybody, oh gosh, everybody wants me, <laughs> and it becomes yeah. that that dopamine hit in your body, and then you start to crave it more and more and more and more. Yeah, and we forget that we're fabulous mm-hmm. already. Exactly. We don't need a you know we don't need twelve hundred likes on our Instagram post to be validated. It doesn't. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. And the like button, I just I don't 
think I realized that the like button wasn't a thing forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was added on purpose to make us feel this way. Yep, exactly. That was also covered in the social dilemma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really had no idea of the thought process behind that like button. Mm-hmm. And then adding, is there a heart or a smile or whatever it is, you know, and we really want those hearts, right? You know, we don't right. want just a boom <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and double tapping on Instagram. It's just all of those things that I just never realized the thought that went behind them. Yeah, exactly. And I, I won't call it evil, but definitely it's to keep you on their platform. And so there's a war going on behind mm-hmm. the stages of all these platforms, right? And like at the end of the day, they're a business. So they want you yes. to stay on the platform. And sure. so much of Instagram has become like actual ads and things that you can purchase, like yeah. the shop now right at the bottom. So you can click that. And then there are other things too, like even on various, um, like even on various posts, if someone's wearing like a pair of pants or something like that, or if it's like a brand site and they have a pair of pants, you can literally click through and buy the pair of pants, even without exiting Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And you're right. They are a business. Mm-hmm. The, um, the challenge comes in us taking control of our time and our minds and not allowing ourselves to get sucked into an all day scroll. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and also, yeah. yeah, like, and then just be nice to ourselves too, because yeah. sometimes you are going to scroll. And that's just a part of life, yeah. I think. And so we can't be like mean to ourselves and we can't say like, oh, we're never allowed to do it because that's like another thing when I talk about like diet and exercise, like it cannot be like an all or nothing. Otherwise it's just not going to work. So it's the same as that with social media. Like you can't just say, I'm going to cut off completely, but maybe limit it a little bit or like have certain like barriers or boundaries for yourself. It makes me so sad when I'm out, if I'm out in a restaurant and you see a family, a family out for dinner and they're all on their phones. They're all on their individual phones. It just makes me so sad. Mm -hmm. Boundaries. I love that you brought that up. Having the boundaries in place. And even for yourself, I went out to, I went out to, I went on Amazon and bought all of these timers Mm -hmm. and I set them on my desk, not my phone timer, but an Mm -hmm. external timer. And this is how, if I want to watch reels, I love watching reels. I'm not, not going to lie. Some of them are very funny and some of them are very informative and, and I enjoy it. I enjoy mm-hmm. it as much as I would watching the vampire diaries, you know, mm-hmm. but I also set a timer because I, I'm human and we, mm-hmm. we get sucked into it so easily. Mm-hmm. So what would be your top piece of advice for someone trying to manage their social media diet? Hmm. I would say um, there apparently is a, there is a way to do this either within the app or another app you can get. I'm not sure a hundred percent, but I would say just figure out an amount of time that you think is reasonable per day. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are some apps or it might even be in the Instagram app. I'm not sure of like, you can set that you're only allowed to be on certain apps for a certain amount of time. Oh, um, So I would say, look into that. If it's something that you really struggle with. Um, the other thing I would say too, is like, all the times when you like think about picking up your phone, think about it two or three times before you actually pick mm. it up. Because sometimes it's just like, you know, you're not even thinking and it's just like an instinct of like, I'm just going to pick it up. Whereas yeah. like, 
if you sit and you think about it, maybe two or three more moments rather than just that split second moment, then it's possible that maybe you'll like realize that, oh, I actually don't really need to pick up my phone for any reason. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's helpful. The other thing, I, I know you said one thing, but the other thing that I would <laughs> Go for say it. is um, like, don't bring your phone every single place you go. I like still don't understand people bringing their phone to the bathroom. It's so gnarly <laughs> in there, but like with germs, but um, like, I think um, like not bringing your phone into like that type of a space and then also yeah. not bringing your phone like while you're eating. Yes. is another big thing to not be distracted because there's so much like good research out there about like if you're distracted, eat more, you yeah. crave certain things versus actually like enjoying the moment of eating. Um, I love that. So I would just say be more like vigilant and just be more aware with yes. when you're looking at your phone and what you're doing when you're on your phone. Because it's possible some people who are influencers, like they, I guess they kind of have to look at their phone and they have to post and it's just like a part of their, their income. But yes. um, if it's not really like a, an integral part of your lifestyle in terms of the way that you have to live your life, then, then just reevaluate and see what works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And you know, it's so interesting because I was going to say top three pieces of advice and I thought, oh, I'll just ask her for one. So see, you gave <laughs> us, you gave us what I, I wanted. Anyway. <laughs> and all amazing. I mean, I, I wrote them all down and I will do them all <laughs> promise. So tell us your version of your pow pow shoes. My what? Your pow pow shoes. <laughs> what you, yeah, your pow pow shoes, what you put on that makes you like you could pick up a house and move it with your bare hands. Hmm. I mean, for me, a lot of the time it's like my, my eyeliner, honestly. I love that. Um, because it's like just something that, so either I would say, yeah, my eyeliner, that's what I would say. Cause I would say <laughs> either that or like my face moisturizer would be yeah. the other thing. Um, cause I've started like really in the past year, like taking care of my skin and mm-hmm. made it like a priority. And so to the point that I don't really wear makeup anymore, I just wear eyeliner. And so for me, it's like, if I need to get something done or I have something going on where I like need to leave the house and be social or something like, I just feel like it's almost like a switch. Like it takes 15 seconds, yeah. but that like 15 seconds can make such a huge difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm eyeliner is definitely one of mine as well. <laughs> I love it. I love them and, and, and mascara. Okay. And a journal prompt for our listeners. A journal prompt. So I think that like this kind of goes similarly in what we were talking about today, but like if social media was not in question, like if there was no other like external influence of anything going on, would you still be doing what you're doing right now? Mm. Or how would you change what you're doing right now? I love that. That's deep. That's deep. And where can we find you so that we can we can journal this out and then let you know what oh, we're yes, coming up with. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you can find me on social media. My Instagram handle is Dr. Swathi. So D-O-C-T-O-R-S-W-A-T-H-I. Okay. Um, and then my website is drswathi.com with the same thing, doctor spelled out and then my first name. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I will link those so that we can Great. 
click and click and get to you. You are amazing. I'm so happy you came back to join us again and we'll, we'll do this again. We'll keep, yes, you know, we should, know. <laughs> oh yeah, we should pick a documentary and then come on here and yeah, we should do a documentary. Review. I love that idea. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm shaking your hand virtually. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that scheduled and we'll pick, actually, you know what? I'll do a poll on which documentary. So if you're listening, Perfect. then you let us know. Let Dr. Swathi or me know what our next documentary to. I also love watching documentaries. So this is I do too. a great like series. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.